Welcome to the Shelter Footycast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead. Skeeter, we've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts, and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Here we go, we're back, Shoulder Footycast live from Backchat Studios, I'm not in Melbourne on a junket, Skeeter lives his life on a junket, but he is next to me, hello Mark Reddings, how are you mate? Hello Scoey, it's nice of you to return and join <laughs> us after the grand final, one for the ages, and we'll talk a little bit about that, but an important day for my family, uh, my daughter Georgia, one of the twins, she's graduating through university today, and right. I say that because uh, I didn't quite get to that part of my educational life. I didn't quite get to university, so that she's gone one step f- further than her old man. You didn't go to uni. Why didn't you go to uni? <laughs> because I didn't get enough of my T. I was a complete. I was year twelve. I was an umpty. I was not smart enough to get into a journalism degree, and uh, I ended up. Not going to university and missing out on some fun days. That makes two of us, mate. I didn't go to university. (laughs) Hence, you've got the the content that we uh, dish up on a weekly basis on this show. I wonder if you could tell if neither of us got to uni. (laughs) Formal education outside year 12. Did you get to year 12? Yeah, I did, yes. Yeah, Yeah, I did, year 12, yeah. But I, I, I was good. I, I got a law. I got accepted into law. Did you really? Yeah, I've, I've done half a law degree. You know this. You but so, so why do you, talk, why you talk yourself down? Like that, that's quite. You yeah. know, I didn't get I didn't get enough to get into to university to do journalism. Well, yeah, I did, but I just didn't. Now, mind you, I didn't try in year twelve. I was like, I was seriously, yeah, I was night clubbing. No, I didn't try. I was night clubbing too. Night clubbing on yeah. the darts, drinking. Yeah. It was like going to a place called. Um, What's it called the one of the pubs up the road from from Trinity and the the, the raunchy hippie club? No, the raunchy girls they do this a strip show and all that. So that's what we did in the after school. Is that right? <laughs> it worked out okay. Now my dad was in the media. I sort of knew what I wanted to do. Did you know that you want to play footy? Like was it in your head? I oh, don't worry about study the law thing. No, no, no. Well, I, like I, I, I got really good marks in school because I didn't think footy was. I didn't, oh, so I footy was, wasn't on the agenda then. Well, it was, but I just didn't. You know, I was pick fifty in the draft. Yeah. I was a, I was a bit of a roll of the dice. Yep, yep. So, like my best mate who I was with over in Geelong, um, famously, um, day of the draft, I rang him up, and he's a good player. Played uh, about a hundred VFL games to Werribee after school. He was the captain of our footy side at Geelong College. We were premiers that year yeah. in 2006. I rang him up and, and I said, what do you think is going to happen today? And he's like, oh, well, I think I'm going to go. It's about himself. I think I'm going to go 60, 70. Um, didn't get drafted, mind you. Never oh. played an AFL game. Uh, and I said, where do you think I'm going to go? He said, mate, you had no chance to get drafted. None. None whatsoever. So anyway... The day the, the day evolves, and uh, this is relevant because draft combine is uh, coming, coming up. up, and then draft day will be yep. after that. Uh, it came around to my house. I got drafted number fifty. He came around me, and he was so happy for me. But uh, fast forward twenty eighteen, and we win the flag, and my five best mates, I um, got signed team jumpers from West Coast, and gave them all to them, sort of signify our friendship. 
and I wrote little messages on the back of them all. So they're framed. So no one can see them other than them. Um, or he's framed it since. And on the back of his, it says, uh, hey, mate, thanks to your friendship over the years. Just remember you told me I wasn't going to get drafted on the back of my premiership jumper. So stick that one up your ass, Mike Rockefeller. Uh, Mike Rockefeller? Yeah, that's right. That's a great name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He likes that too. Uh, welcome, Shelter Footycast. You know what to do. Find us on socials. Big things happening over there. Uh, Going to be plenty uh, coming up uh, over the next couple of weeks. Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au if you want to shoot us an email. Skeet, I reckon we can get a bottle mark roughly of the week out. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, God, I haven't prepared... We've never prepared. So, but <laughs> bottle part roughy of the week. Yeah. I just want you to come up with something flavoursome for trade week because trade week is on the way, Skeet. Um, I had to look up uh, maybe some of the key dates and I don't have them yet. So, Jaden, if you could track down some of them for me, I, I would like to see them um, for this year's trade period. But I just want a little bit of a funky trade to throw at me at some point during today. Let's get into a big uh, big moment over here in the West as we usually start. Uh, let's start with some Freo news. Sean Darcy still hasn't signed Skeeter. No, but by the same token, he is signed for next year. So, so it's, it's not like he's out of contract. Right. And so it's, it's probably a little premature. But the drums are beating. There's some drums beating. beating. Yeah, well... Are they beating way. or not? I'm, I'm hearing some well, beating drums. They're also beating about Tom Barris going about three months ago that it was a done deal. So, so perhaps, yeah, look, it is always a concern... If the club, which clearly they, they want him to re-sign yes. or extend um, before he gets to the point where it's uh, it leaves him vulnerable to, to an offer for, from say Geelong, um, if he wants to stay, why wouldn't he just do a deal now? Or, or is it his manager saying hold off until uh, the middle of next year? Do you think he'll be in a stronger position next year if he did want to leave, or do you think he'd be in a stronger position right now? It's all dependent on on your form. I mean, now uh, I still think he's. I can't. He's in the tier below English and Royal Marshall. I would say he's in a tier alongside Max Gorn. Is that outrageous? You mean financially or in terms of quality? Uh, not financially, of- no. Ruckman. Oh, Ruckman. Um, yeah, he's in the top top five in the competition. Is that? I think I'd, yeah. I'd put him there. Yeah. I'd have Marshall English. Yep, and then underneath I'd have Wits Gorn. Darcy, yeah, in that top four, top five or six for sure. I don't really, yeah, have another one jumping off the page at me. Yeah, I, I sense that if he's if he wants to commit long term, what? Why not do it now? But I mean, obviously, there's there's tactics that managers because oh, the, the alternate with that would be well, he's contracted. Why do I need to renegotiate well, totally. before I'm con- out of well, contract? Yeah, we're going to get to some of the contracts that have been thrown around at the moment a little bit later, Skate, but. Um, you know, I think he'll stay. That's my. Well, we've been pretty strong on this podcast throughout the year that Fremantle need him. Why would you? Why, why would, would you? Move you... Him on? Luke Jackson isn't a standalone ruckman for their for their future, and they don't have a backup that's suitable at this stage. I mean, what, okay, just quickly, what would tempt you from a Fremantle perspective in terms of draft first, picks? A first round draft pick minimum, minimum first. Oh, round. Yeah, minimum. Yeah, probably a couple. Yeah, yeah, probably a couple. And so you're probably not getting that, I wouldn't have thought. No. Uh, Joel Hamling's uh, getting a little bit of interest, yeah. which I am not surprised with. Uh, you did not call I've called him me, but you called, you called the Waffle Grand Final. Yeah, I've called a lot of He field. was outstanding in that Peel Grand Final. And also, he was the best player. during the qualifying final against Subiaco, uh, he's played some really good footy. And yeah, so I think it looks like Sydney's going to give him a bit more opportunity it sounds like he looks like he's got his speed and his love for footy back we spoke to him on 6pr halfway through the year and he said just that he'd lost his love for footy been injured for three years ankles feet knees 
he's not injured and he looks like the player that Freo recruited, you know, off a premiership year as a bulldog. Um, so I've, I think they've offered him a one-year deal, which which is I think, which is what I I think is Fremantle. Re- yeah, yeah. I think that's reasonable from a Fremantle perspective. Sydney must be offering him two, are they? Well, Have, they've been in the hunt for a key defender since they've yeah. been talking to Tom Barras. Mm. I don't know if there's much else going on at Freo. I, I start with Fremantle, and I have a look at those two guys. I, I don't know if there's much else going on. It's, it's only the Liam Henry issue which to resolve what, what they get back from St Kilda. But you're right. In terms of go back 12 months, it was it was the barn door had opened and the horses had, had gone. Um, I, I think they're sort of battening down the hatches yep. a bit. This is the team we need going forward. Like, What does Freo need going forward? I, I wrote a little list. Key, I think they need a, a key forward. I, I think they need... You're not, so you're not backing in Amos well, and Tracy? Well, I am, but I, I think you could do more than just two blokes on yeah. the list that can play there. Absolutely. I know they've got Matt Tabiner, but he's out of favour. And, and his body's not been great to him in the last, well, during his career. But he's not he's not the answer for you in the long term, is he? So they, these are things that they should be hunting at, at the trade table, I think, if they're going to get anything. Midfield change of pace. I think they need someone in there. We saw them try to do it with Young late in the year. Um, Hayden Young, I, I think they've got you know plotters is the wrong word, but they've got a lot of guys one that pace, are one pace guys. Sarong Gun, Brayshaw Gun, uh, uh, Maddie Johnson's going to be a good player. Erasmus going to be a good player, but none of them got pace, no, at all. And, and look, I've got a theory that we at the AFL level, and you, you obviously look at the premiers and what what they've. Done, I still think the Dockers, and you mentioned a forward uh, lacking a forward or two. I think the midfield is absolutely the spot they Priority. need to. And not just one. I think if you can have seven, eight, nine that can roll through there, yeah. it gives you so many more options. I just think the midfield area is the one that, given the, the, the absence of David Money, that's now 12 months. But they're probably, I still think they're, from being a premiership contender, I still think they're, and maybe those young players will become that, but probably a couple of really good mids away from putting themselves in the frame. I think they need another outside runner in that mix as well. Uh, I think Nathan O'Driscoll looked like he was developing into that player, but he seemed to fall out of favour this year as well. So, um, you know, they've they've got uh, some guys in that ilk, but I think they could probably add someone with that real outside run that runs all day. You know, Brad Hill type areas, which, you know, Liam Henry, they played a lot on the wing this year. Mm. Blake Akers... Right, they played him a lot. They're trading both of those guys away. I think they need to replace that yep. position because that position's going to be vacant this year. So that's Frio. I don't know if they're going to make much moves this trade period. I don't think they've got a lot of cattle to move around no. or that they want to move and they don't have any picks because they traded them no, away. No, so they're, they're, their picks are minimal. They're, I think they went through a bit of pain last year. I, I tend to agree with you. They're going to back in primarily what they had and think that there's going to be, and because they're still pretty young, there's going to, be, going to be an upside on that front. But I agree with you, Todd. I think their midfield, if they can find something in the draft particularly, because, um, I mean, you're not going to get Clayton Oliver, for instance, and we'll get to him in a second, but he, I think they'll stick pretty much to what they have done over the past two years and, and go back to the, the the draft. The West Coast Eagles, on the other hand, they are taking anyone who can play football. You can strap some boots on, they will take them. <laughs> Uh, they need a ruck. They've done You've got that. one. Matt Flynn, uh, he joins the football Can he club. play? Uh, I think he can. I actually had a look back at the game West Coast won. He had 40 hitouts, was one of the best players on the ground in that game. So they, he may have played well in front of a team that, you know, mm. like to look at him. I do think Bailey Williams has edged his way into a viable ruckman in the competition. Absolutely. So I wonder what he's thinking at the moment because his role 
he'll be battling it out with a Matt Flynn, and and there's certainly no downside in having competition at the ruck spot. You, you can't have one ruckman running around, and they've, they they drafted Harry Barnett last year. Yeah, so you, so hopefully from Harry's perspective, he can step up and play a senior game this year. I know it takes a lot longer for the big blokes, but you'd be expecting in the next 12 to 18 months that he plays some footy. I guess the question is with Bailey Williams, he wasn't recruited as a ruckman. No. He was recruited as a forward. So I just hope perhaps there's a chance for him to establish himself in that in that area. I know I've got Oscar Allen and, and Jack Darling there, but whether so, I think the confidence that he might have gained in the ruck can translate into his development as a, as a forward as yeah, well. Yeah, and then he can be a proper, you know, a Luke Jackson type who's a – forward that plays that can play yeah. in the ruck and can really contribute in the ruck mm. rather than just being a tall bloke that might be able to put his hand up in the air. Uh more mids. They need more mids. They've got they've got a good young brigade, but you know they all either keep pick one or they'll trade that into two and they'll be getting midfielders. They'll be very young. They they probably across the board just need some a couple of players in that mid range. Now Tyler Brockman's been linked to the football club. Yep. Dev Robinson's been linked to the football club. Uh, cousin, uh, nephew of Darren Glass. He was he was very good in the grand final. He was good. He, uh, Thirteen was touches a goal. I just I, I'm very much an eye sort of guy. Skater stats stats are good, but just watching the way he moved and the way he hit packs and his intensity, I really really liked it. Yeah, but if you like what he did for Brisbane in the in the grand final. I know he's going to get a, a, a longer contract here. I know he's going to get mm. back to family. If you if you're looking at success, and I, I guess that's the the barometer of what you play footy for. Yep. You, you're coming back here for money, not yep. success. Initially, uh, you're, going to, you're in for the long haul here. He, he's he's no, uh, is he in the best twenty two? Well, no, well, no, because he, he he came into the team when Will Ashcroft got injured, mm. so he, so he wasn't. So. You stay one more year, they get a full list again and what, you're on the outer again? Or you want to come home, you want to get a better deal. Well, uh, yeah, you, well, want, he, he you can... want to win a premiership, yes. But, but are you saying that – well, how old is he? 21. Are you yeah. saying that West Coast can't win a flag in the next 10 years? No, no, I'm, no but I'm saying you know, no one looks 10 years ahead in footy, do you? You're looking, no. you're looking short term. And I'm not saying he's, he makes the wrong decision if he goes to the Eagles. I'm just saying it's just different priorities with Fair. regards to, to financial security, uh, more game time, or the prospect of of doing a, a Des Headland and, and getting that, that being up there and getting the flag, playing in a, in a premiership team, which, let's be honest, I know you, you've had a knock for them this year, but they they were, what, a kick away from winning it this year. And so they're, they're not far off it. Don't worry, I, I know exactly where I put myself this year. It's a big, deep, dark hole and I had nowhere to go. Don't worry. I copped a fair bit of feedback over in Melbourne about it as well, Scott. Yeah, I thought so. Um, and West Coast needs speed. I think they need another Jaden Hunt. I, I thought at the time it was a good trade. I'd seen what Jaden Hunt had done at Melbourne. He was outstanding this year, top five in the best and fairest. They need another runner. They need another speed runner. Takes the game on that breaks lines, and they don't come very easily, to be honest. Like these sorts of guys, Jack Petrocelli, they've been hoping he mm. becomes that or is that and haven't got enough consistency out of him. I'm sorry, He's Jack. not quick. I'm sure if he's quick, but Kitty Coleman, just the way he used the ball off half-back. I mean, like a mover. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, someone who can use it well. Which, yeah. okay, like, you know, everyone wants that. No, they? and yeah. I just, as soon as I saw Kitty in that uh, pretty much – Look, you can tell me totally differently, but there's a bit, the Lewis Jetta style where he had the beautiful kick set, can really open up the game. And that's, you know, yep. there's so many areas the Eagles are going to fill. Yep. Um, down back might not be one of those areas. No, I, I reckon they're, they're sort stable. of they're as stable as you can get, yep. you know, providing, of course, the, the, the big boys can 
stay healthy. They re-signed a few players as well. Noah Long, yep. Jai Cully, Alex Witherden and Jake Waterman. Let's keep moving, Skeeter. A couple of big issues to get through this week. And I did want to just start with the Freo and West Coast stuff, but probably the biggest uh, trade trade news is Clayton Oliver stuff that floats around. Where, where do you – can we get some clarity on it? Um, where, where do you see it actually sitting? Because there's a lot of stuff floating around, and this is what happens in trade week. And but, this, spe- this sounds, but this sounds more – Real than fantasy because uh, it's it's got to the point where Melbourne has stayed silent. Yes, and you think if it was if it was crap, they'd come out and say this ain't happening. We're not trading, don't yes. you think? Yes. By now, it's yes. got like it's come out a couple of days ago. Well, what do they, I mean, what do they gain by that? They've got him on a seven-year deal. There's no need for for Melbourne to come out and speak. But if they if they aren't entertaining, if they say we want to keep this guy to, but, sh- to shut it down, why would you do it? Why would you need to shut it down? Is it a seven-year deal? That that's that's that does all the talking in my mind. I mean, that, that is one thing that I'd like. To, you know, these these contracts that have been thrown around, they clearly mean nothing. Oh, well, that's hence Aaron Norton. I mean, eight-year like, extension means Clayton Oliver gets traded. He's got seven, seven years <laughs> remaining on his deal. What are you talking? Contracts about? are nothing. I said this this morning on radio. It, you know, it's all it's good talk. And look, I, I there must be something. I think there's something in it for the fact that. Uh, it's gone for two and a half days and, and, and nothing has been shut down. It has to go back to, <coughs> by my reading of it, and we're coming from the outside, you know, the bubble clearly, but his attention to detail in his rehab, yep. he clearly, there's thoughts that he hasn't been as professional as he could have been. Yep. I go back to the, the blister in the, in, on the toe and going to hospital and the, some saying it was a, a tattoo gone wrong, whatever. But there's a little thread through the back half of the year or the, since I he injured that. himself. That's good that he has been not as professional. Someone even said he might have moved in with Maxie Gorn just to, to get him through some off-field issues. Now, I don't know what those issues are, but clearly he hasn't been happy either with the Melbourne medical staff with the, the rehab, rehab that he did. So there's an impasse between the two. Is it resolvable? You'd hope so from a Melbourne perspective because four fairest and best at the club, two times All-Australian, Premiership player, and they're talking arguably if he played out the rest of his career, one of the best ever to represent Melbourne. So to let that player go because of off-field behavioural issues perhaps, that's going to be fascinating. Yeah, the rehab stuff seems like one part of it. There does seem to be some sort of off-field stuff floating around. But I I come back to the fact there's a seven-year deal in place. So if we just cut to the truth, if if he's going to be traded – Someone's got to come up with a deal that uh, replaces that. So they're going to have the money to pay him, for starters. Mm-hmm. They've got to have the picks to get him out of Melbourne. And they've got to have agreement from both Melbourne and Clayton. Yeah. So he's not a restricted free agent. He's not a unrestricted free agent. He's, he's just been con- married, just got married, like last week, essentially. Like a very early in his uh, he's a courtship. Con- he's a contracted player. Yeah. Darren Burgess is at uh, the Adelaide Crows, which is the link there. Um, and Adelaide seem like a team that may be able to come up with some of these things. But you're not paying him much less than 800 grand a year, I wouldn't have thought. Or given like, and, and, that, and that'd be <laughs> Radigalier and Mackay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so oh, totally. that, that would be like unders on the market at the moment. He's the, one of the best midfielders in the competition. So you're probably paying him a million bucks a year, I suppose. So you've got to have that sort of coin lying around. Does Adelaide have that sort of money? There's a lot of things that need to happen. And yes, there hasn't been a statement from Melbourne, but I think that's explained away by the fact that they've got him contracted and it probably doesn't do them much. You know, personally, as if I was a football club, my my faith has been shown in putting a seven-year contract in front of you, Clayton. So 
why do we need to come out and say, oh, we're not interested in training him? That's not up to them. It, clearly this is, well, I don't know if it's clearly, but, you know, it must be part player driven. Um, it, this is, the weird element to this is it's got nothing to do with his footy ability. It's to do with something outside of footy, if there's any truth to it. Could we get him to free it or... Uh, wouldn't 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 be he be the sort of guy that I'm talking about? You talk about selling the farm. What would, what would you have to get? <laughs> You're not getting him to Frio. There's absolutely You're not getting no him to, not getting him to WA. Well, West Coast. No, I wouldn't be going. Down. I think West Coast have got. Why to go- wouldn't you be going down the Clayton Oliver path? What do you have to give up to to oh, get pick to- one? Pick one's involved. Pick one. Who's better player, um, Harley Reid or Clayton Oliver? Well, clearly the latter at this stage. So pick one for Clayton Oliver. So you're, you're happy to give up. Pick one, Who's and that's a better player. You, well, you're not giving up more than you're going to give up a lot more than pick one, Scoey. If you're okay. not going to get him for more for just pick one, oh, a bit of money. Clearly, there's issues with the football club. We just discussed that. Yeah, but you're, so you're suggesting the Eagles, and you're being a smart ass here, that they could get him for pick one. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> of course, if you if you could say swap pick one for, of course, you're taking Clayton Oliver, Elliot, Elliot Yo, and pick one. No. Okay. Who says no? I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I've got no idea, but I would just, I just think, I just think he's. Uh, I agree with you totally. You, there's no comparison between a, an un, untried possible first pick in the draft to to a bloke that's won four F and Bs. I'm looking forward to Aaron Norton being uh, talked about uh, traded next year as he's just signed an eight year extension. The Rockingham boy. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Freo and West Coast will be sniffing around at some stage, so I'm not sure what relevance this has. But he has signed an eight year extension which is extraordinary. Uh, uh, Tim English, Demario Gilhagen, Bailey Smith, all heading into contract years next year. So That'd be a bit, Would they be happy with... I don't know. I, I mean... I would say the longer the deal goes, the more unders you're getting paid. Yeah. Because you, 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 you're stipulating it across a, a fair Such period. a long time. You think of the big contracts in the AFL history, Alistair Lynch, 10 years yeah. from Fitzroy to Brisbane. Now, it's a lot of money in a package, but, but per year, I it's think broken it's down. Out. And Buddy, obviously, nine years was... Uh, massive, and there's been a few. Like, there's been some really long ones. The one long one that hasn't worked, I guess, is is the Grundy one. But Clayton Oliver. Uh, well, <laughs> well, if if he if he goes, it's, it's, I'm just this this is it's so interesting because of the unknowns, and yeah. uh, and this will continue for the next week. Hopefully, it does for us. Give us something to talk about. Aaron Norton's got to be the best thing to come out of Rockingham since I'm not going to say McGowan. No, I was going to say McGowan. No, I can't say I, that either. Norton shits all over him. Um, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Norton. I mean, like Rockingham's finest. How good's that? Like if we can put a positive spin on this. Yeah, I'm just trying to have to a kid coming out of Rockingham, Peel Thunder boy, gets dropped for the grand final in 2016. By Ross. By Ross. Uh, was it by Ross? Well, did he instigate it? Well, maybe. Uh, goes over Western Bulldogs. He's sort of a defender in yeah. the waffle. Turns himself into – like I've played on Norton. and I've spoken about him on this podcast. Scary guy to play on. Hits packs as hard as anyone in the AFL mm. that I've ever played on. Uh, and he dukes him as well. Um I don't hate. I don't hate the commitment from Western Bulldogs saying you're our guy. We're getting behind. Yeah, you. I, I don't hate it, no. but I don't love it either. No, it's just funny. And I say comes on the same sort of cycle as, as the Oliver thing with the with what numbers he's got next to his name for the next few years. And, and so eight years. You're right. It looks good, and it shows he's committed. Whether it's for eight years or not, whether he's still playing. I just thought about it, Sky. When he is in the last year of his contract. Well, what will you be doing? I'll be 62. Good God. It'll be the year of the Brisbane Olympics. And if, well, hopefully I'll, st- I'll be 62. Uh, and uh, 
And if you're sitting here talking shit in eight years from now, you're either going to be a multi or you're going to be in the bones of your ass. That's my prediction. <laughs> it could easily go either way, I reckon, Skate. Eight years. Bloody hell. Um, um, he's played six years already, uh, kicked 44 goals this season. Is he ever going to be a 70-80 goal season sort of guy? He could be. Look, like, the argument could be made that surrounding him with Jamar Yugo Hagen, Rory Lobb, and others. Darcy. Yeah, Darcy. Um, there's another one that they turned into a back. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, Josh Bruce there. Yeah, Josh Bruce. You know I mean? So, they, they, you know, he, he's not a, um, you know, I suppose Charlie Kerno's up against Harry Mackay, isn't he? But um, I think I think he could be a very good player. That's why I don't hate it. Well, Bont- he is. He's a, he's a gun. Bonton Pally wins his fifth best and fairest, the Charles Sutton medal last night, won it by 60 votes to Libba. Yeah, Libba, and I think, uh, to be fair to Bont, he, he gave Libba a shout-out, justifiably so, given the inside work that he's done this year. So Libba, Libba's gun. a superstar. I know you love him. Uh, Bonton Pally, poss- possibly stiff not to win the Brownlow, but there are probably a few stories like that. I saw a little quirky thing. The, the Western Bulldogs give a uh, they they give votes for preseason games, and I'm assuming there was only one preseason game. Do, do they? Yeah, yeah. So they they gave like an updated um, first rounds. You know, it might usually be like one to seven. It yeah. was it was preseason <laughs> two seven. So wow. yeah, outrageous. I, I did forget uh, we moved on cl- from Clayton Oliver. If you want to hear more from him, we did chat to him over at Fat Chat by Body Magic, one of the Back Chat Studios podcasts. Sorry, Fat Chat. You might actually do well to have a fucking listen, Mark Reddings. Are you talking about are you look have a listen or Fat Chat talking about routine, talking about uh, I'm very routine uh, preparation. I'm like bloody Rain Man. I just did talking the same prepara- thing. What sort yeah. of preparation? Have you- Mate, I I am so routine now. Like my lo- blokes become ru- yeah, very routine. routine. Yeah, <laughs> boring, <laughs> boring. My wife say you boring prick. So I, it, all, all things uh, 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 the mental side of the game. So uh, yeah, our great host Jared Madger sat down with Clayton Oliver, and we released that yesterday. Uh, when did you nice speak to time. him? Skeeter. Don't ask those questions. <laughs> so get over to Fat Chat by Body Magic. I don't have a lot of battery left on my laptop, so this will be good when my ba- uh, laptop dies. Now, uh, Bonda Pally wins. Harris Andrews beats Lockie Neal in the Brisbane Best and Ferris. The Brownlow medalist goes down. Can happen, can't it? From time, like, for instance, Matty Prittis wins the Brownlow, misses out on the All Australian Eric, side. Eric McKenzie won the Best and Ferris that year. Did he really? He yeah. Did. So. It's not uh, unprecedented. I mean, a Backman thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, uh, he's a good player, Harris Andrews. He's a ripper. Um, both co-captains, of course. Uh, and Brisbane, uh, you know, I think they they could hold their heads up high. And they get, as you say, they get Ashcroft back next season. Um, they're going to be a, a super club, I reckon, again in 2024. Now they they know they can, well, they can win at the MCG. They haven't regularly, but they, they know they can play good footy there. Welcome, Indy. Uh, thank you for the charger. Now, um, the... I would like to say Will Schofield, Mark Ratings, Shadow Footy Cast. I've got some dates for trade period for you, Skeeter. So we've done a bit of back and forward on this and I've got some more updates for you, Skeeter. But just the dates, because I think I'm, I certainly have no idea what's going on. So, um, you know, that doesn't signify anything usually because I don't usually any I have anything any knowledge of what's happening. October 6th, which is tomorrow, the restricted and unrestricted free agency period starts. So people can sign. So I believe Matt Flynn will sign tomorrow or the next day. That okay. runs for two days. Or no, I don't know how long. Like, that's when it starts. Doesn't tell me when it finishes, but it opens. He'll go for a tomorrow, week tomorrow, Friday. I don't, know, I don't know why it starts on Friday. The the draft combine 
October 6th and 8th. Yep, that's in Melbourne. So that's this weekend. As I said, they've got 12 West Aussies going across. Um, have I talked about this already? The, the guys that are going. When no. Dan, Dan Curtin's going, but he's he's done a hammy, done a slight hammy in that uh, Colts Grand but, Final victory. I don't remember ever doing a hamstring before the age of about twenty five. No, well, you, were you, they, they're working the kids pretty hard these yeah, days. So that was the first reaction I had, and this is it was nothing, nothing on Dan. I don't think he's done a, a, a pinged it completely. I think it's just well, the awareness and given that the, this is a, a testing regime, he's he's going to go over still, but do the interviews and not the. Not the actual testing, uh, but as I said to you, there's some, some really good players uh, from WA going. Uh, Aidan O'Driscoll, very quick. He's speaker speak. Two goals early for Perth in that Colts grand final. So he's going to be a watch with Nathan, obviously, and yes. Emma as part of his family uh, yeah. doing some good work she's at Fremantle. She's going very well. Go, she's a ripper as well. Um, Lance Collard, really good young player from Subiaco. Kicked four or five in a in a final in the Colts. That Collard names. Yeah, of... I think I think he's NGA. Okay. Uh, so keep an eye on him uh, with regards to what he can do. Uh, Zane Zakastelski. Now that now name, Austrian descent. He's a ruckman from Claremont, was the best on ground in the Colts. So he's come a, from nowhere. To, a character out of Seinfeld. Oh, it's a great name. Zakastelski. Just if you can get yeah, your, yeah. your tongue around, it's going to be beautiful to say in a few years now. He's a good, very good player who's come a long way after not being really in the, on the radar for a while. So, best on ground in the Colts. Really? Yeah. So there's there's some talent there. Not saying it's our best ever haul going across, but uh, I'm not being rude. Was it was there a combine when you were involved? We are being rude. No, was there? No. What? What? what you call me out. No, I'm just asking. What sort of was there a combine back? When you were drafted that year, there was yeah what, probably you, probably got it got me drafted yeah yeah so so I, I came similar in t- to what they do now like the, all we the went, similar testing yeah we went to AIS in Canberra oh, yeah and um and yeah I, I I was I remember the phone call I got to go there and was from my Falcons coach who hadn't picked me yep um, they put forward a group and um for the sorry for the state team he hadn't put me forward for the state team. And I made the draft combine. And I remember him ringing me and being surprised. Can't remember his name, but I remember his shock on his voice. And I still think about it actually. Uh, went there. Look, I was, I was, I was a very much a roll of the dice, as I said. But yeah, I was top ten in the beep test, top ten in the sp- top ten speed, top ten agility. That helped you got dra- get drafted. Oh, you think? No question. T- top ten three k time trial. Yeah, it, it was. Probably the reason, yeah. Really? They, well, they see a 195 centimetre kid that goes top 10 in the 3K in the beep test and can and has speed and agility. It's like, well, we can't can't not roll the dice. Yeah, well, you say roll the dice because there is still a question mark despite all those qualities. Well, can you, Correct. Can you play the game? Correct. But I, I would think if you go well at this and you're in that maybe case, yeah. you're certainly putting yourself in a good line. More positive than that. I, I prepared for it. You know, I, I trained for it. And, yep. Um, Did you, they have interviews with clubs back yeah, then? Yeah, you go through all the interviews. I had Mark, Mark Chocker Williams had me in a room with the lights off first up on the first night really? I was there. Yeah, it was lights off. Mate, he was trying to, he, he was trying to intimidate and, and to yeah, yeah, it was strange. I walked in. There's a laptop on the, on the table. I thought I told this story. I walked in, laptop on the table. Like Survivor. Yeah, and all the coaching staff are sitting around. He's like the the laptop is glowing his face, and he's like, "G'day, Will. How you going, mate? Like, sit down." Goes straight to the space bar, doesn't say anything, just presses the thing, goes, watch this. Plays a piece of vision, um, and it was a horror movie. No, uh, plays a piece of vision, it was a, it was a kick out. He said, watch what the guy does, I'm going to pause it, you know, tell me what he's got to do. Just pressed it once, watched it, watched it, watched it, and then paused it right about when he was about to make an action. He said, what what should he do? Not what's he going to do, what should he do? Mm. And I said, oh, he's going to kick long to this guy. He's like, nah, short to this guy, nah, didn't it, nah. 
I've got like five guesses all wrong. There's no one on the mark. He wanted he wanted the guy to play wow. on and run down the middle. Anyway, so I failed that and got drafted by West Coast. Didn't go to Port Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Port had the next pick, and I and I got pretty good word that I was going to Port. Oh wow! Uh, after West Coast, I believe. Um, they took Justin West off not long after me, which is a reasonable result for them. Too. Yeah. Two big blokes with beards. Uh, that is correct. <laughs> uh, so that is the 6th to the 8th, the National Draft Combine, which is this weekend. October 9th, the trade period starts. So Monday, trade period starts. Yeah, and how long does it go for? One week? October 18. So, October 18? Yeah. So, so, they, so everything gets done on the 17th and 18th? They have until 7.30pm Australian Eastern and, and Time. And if you've seen the stand docker, okay, show me the money, you've got blokes People like Youngie running down around. there and, <laughs> and all the blokes, all the, all the, the player managers who absolutely detest publicity uh, openly, but then, of course, they'll, yes. they love it deep down. National drafts on November 20, so yes, on Monday. Look yes. forward to. Yeah, it's no, all no, no, no. National draft. Oh, wait. It's a Monday. It's a Monday, I think. Pretty sure. Great. There you go. There's the date, Skate. Um, Will Schofield, Mark Redding, Shuttle Footycast. Let's go through some of the other trade stuff that's happening right now, Skate, given that uh, it is about to kick off. uh, I believe uh, there's been a couple of little inquiries made about a Western Australian, Elliot Yo, by the Gold Coast Suns, having a little bit of a, what's Elliot doing over the next few years? So we'll see if that develops at all. Like I said, I think he's got value for West Coast, keeping him at West Coast. Well, bear in mind. But he has some currency. Bear in mind, the Eagles, we've heard about who they've re-signed. We've heard about who they've delisted. We've heard about the retirees. Are they going – they're quite a conservative club in, in many ways, I think. Yeah. Is the Elliot Yo one that they need to sit down, have a think about? Now, he's got currency, but he's also got some, some history. Value. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got yeah. some history. So there's a, there's a, a bit of a, a query, but for the Gold Coast – with a young group, it's 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 got a bit of attraction to it. You'd think that Hardwick would be a fan of, of Elliot Yo. That type of style, yeah. Yep. Uh, excuse me, Tom Duday uh, is set to go to Brisbane. Officially requested, yep. Yep, so it's an interesting one. He's done his second ACL. Um, uh, he's, he's recovering from that right it now. It is, but, but do you think of the defence of, of Brisbane at the moment, Harris Andrews is the, the linchpin. Outside of that, of course, they were tossing up between Gardner and pain, yeah. he becomes, if he's fit, he becomes that. Because that, for me, on grand final day, I always felt they were just a bit more vulnerable than the... the, the imagine if the Giants, for instance, the Giants had uh, yeah. the defensive pillars playing Tyler, for Brisbane that day. Likely. They win the game, yeah, in, in, in my view. I just thought thought they looked very vulnerable going in, inside 50, um, well, inside their defensive They're 50, like Brisbane. 30, 30 scoring shots yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, so that, that to me, that's where they need to shore up. I think the rest of Brisbane's setup is is hunky-dory. I'm a very big fan of Tom Duday, both as a player and as a person. He's very good on social media, but I don't know if that shores your back line up, having someone who's in the middle of an ACL recovery. There's he, no what, guarantees off the back of that scale. No, of course, no well, clearly not. I mean, same with Will Ashcroft, who's a, a young bloke who's Correct. got another six months. And I I, I suspect that, yeah, I, that's the reason. I think with Payne, with Gardner, not quite being able to – and obviously, uh, the retirement of Marcus Adams a little while ago, they're, they're just a bit shallow down there. Yep. Matt Flynn has nominated West Coast. We know that. We can see that. West Coast will be his preferred destination. and He'll walk for free because he is a restricted free agent. Uh, so that's a good get for West Coast. I think I'd be happy with that. Well, isn't it funny? They've had some um, 
ruckman come across over the journey, and you've played with a couple of them that have, you know, not, not huge names, but been able Keegan to Tom, Tom Keegan Hickey, Keegan Brooksby, Brooksby. Um, Tom Hickey came across, Jonathan Giles, Jonathan Giles. There's a couple of a couple of names. Lane Spanderman. Yeah, God, we're going back, but yeah, there, there we go. Um, I'm trying to think of some other rogue ruckman I've played. Will Sullivan, I got drafted with, yeah. to play some footy. Uh, they've They've renowned for having depth at the ruck position. They really struggle without it this year, so I'm not surprised with that move. Mm. Uh, James Harms, I know this for a fact. He's out the door of yep. Melbourne. Yep, he's and he's then, gone. To I might not be breaking news there. No, Simon, so the, the the exit interview, and I think he knew during the course of the year he'd made the call during the year. Yep, Richmond looks like a likely suitor to him, which is another sort of midfield depth there behind Taranto Hopper. Yeah, uh, Jaden Shorty goes through there, and and the meatball, of course, Prestia. Yep. Uh, Zach Fisher to North Melbourne. Apparently that's happening. So Zach Fisher, look, I felt like he was a best 22 player for most part of Carlton's year this year, but clearly he fell out of favour towards the back end. Yeah, look, he's... Could you speak about, um, talk about Dev Robinson? Hmm. Yeah, Carlton's just played in a prelim. Yeah. Why would you be going to North Melbourne's game? Yeah, no, well, that's, well, I think, I suspect it's on the financial side of things. You can obviously see, you know, work, play with, under Clarko, but yeah, I think his role Carlton changed a bit, didn't it? From just a pure small forward to a bit of half back work as well. So we'll get into a lot of this on Monday when the you know these are all just sort of rumored little little movements. I don't, I don't know how I really don't know to reiterate how active Fremantle is going to be in this trade period, um, and I don't know if they have to. To no, be honest, no. they need to develop their list within. Um, I, I would say there may be a coaching acquisition at West Coast. Um, well, but- we, we, you mentioned. Um, uh, Andrew McQualter, possibly, mm. but he's now gone to Melbourne. Has know. he? Yep, so he's yeah, right. he's gone to Melbourne from Richmond. So there's, you think there's still another appointment to be made at West Coast? Potentially that there's a you know, potential uh, appointment to be made at West Coast that may or may not have been across the line just okay. yet. Okay. But keep your eyes peeled, Skeeter. Thank you. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shelter Footy Cast. I thought we'd do a little grand final review between yeah. you and I, Skate, because we haven't sat down post-grand final. Um, where'd you watch it from? You know, corporate oh, box. Somewhere no, right no out. corporate box. I actually just went and stood uh, in standing room only. Standing, yeah, standing room. So I could. I had a few Jim Beams just uh, floating along the way. I was in the long room. Now I could tell you addressed when I saw you late at night. You addressed quite. Uh, do you want to just skip past the grand final and speak about running into each other after the grand final? Uh, or do you well, it wasn't that exciting. Yeah. You were hungry. I was tired. Well, I was about to go to bed. I went to bed at midnight. I would say we were both drunk. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing it in the, in the Crown Towers. There is uh, no way in the world we should have bumped into each other, mate. Matt, Alex, my wife, and I were wandering around looking for <laughs> looking for food. Like, I was starving. And I came and said, mate, and there's a great spot around the corner. Oh, he's thinking Nobu. He's thinking uh, Rock Porsche. It's a food court. It goes brilliantly in the pepperoni pizza. Where I found you, you were dragging yourself along a wall, basically in the middle of Crown. I don't know no, how. Wasn't. We were in Crown Towers in the foyer. Don't be, don't be ridiculous. Don't try and make stuff up. And I was, I was absolutely blind. But I did, I did. I was there one night in the food court, and I sat down just by myself to have a pepperoni pizza. And 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 some lady, about about three chairs away, middle aged lady, goes, "You're in the media, aren't you?" And I sort of went, yeah, I thought she was going to oh, give me Chance some, seven. give me a compliment. And then she went on to this spiel about the vaccination and absolutely started to rip shreds oh, off I me. I she might have given a footy. No, I was part of the uh, the conspiracy oh. about vaccination. And I, because I was, I'd had a couple, you know, when you're in the middle of a pizza, I just, <laughs> the cheese is coming down the chin. I, instead of saying anything, I went, have a good night. And I went and sat 
three tables away while she ranted about my vaccination part of the media. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I thought, I can't be rooted. This time in the morning to sit <laughs> morning. down. Get, get, well, it was a.m. Oh, right. Yeah, it was after midnight. What do you think it is? What, I'm, I'm, I'm spilling ch- cheese down my chin at, what, nine at nine? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the the I had a great day at the footy. I reckon. Now I said your kiss would be good. I thought they were pretty good. I liked them. Oh, I I honestly couldn't tell you one thing about it. Like I, yeah. the entertainment was good. It was. I it was who played at halftime? Uh, it was uh, Mark Seymour. Right. Yeah. What's he did? Uh, he was formerly with Hunter, Hunters and Collectors. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, there was a bit of criticism about him as well with the the uh, the acoustic version or the slower version and it. Bottom line is, grand finals a ripper. It, it was one of the best grand finals. Best of all grand time. final, I think, since twenty eight. Eighteen was very good. Uh, this was at least on a par. Yeah, it was outstanding. Um, I ended up watching the last quarter up with the big wigs. So with um, there was, I just ended up sneaking into the Olympic stand and sneaking into a seat up there. And I, I reckon most people were going for Col- uh, for Brisbane because really? Br- Brisbane were up late, weren't they? Like the, so Collingwood kicked the last two goals of the game. Brisbane were up within ten with ten minutes to go. No, no. no. Well, no, that's not how I remember it. I remember that uh, Collingwood got ten points clear with about five minutes to go. Right. So with <laughs> the on. same game or not? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. So at the. Like the last quarter. See, I just love when you back yourself in the corners like this. No, right? no. They hit the front in the last quarter. Brisbane were in front. By what margin? They went never by 10 points in the last quarter. Did I say 10 points in the last quarter? I just said they were in front with 10 minutes to go. Did I not? We're lucky we're on a podcast and people are listening. Yeah, and that's they can fine. Re- reverse back. They might have hit the front and then the goey. The so, goey what do you mean they might have hit the front? I literally just said they hit the front. And you were like, they, they didn't hit the front. The, what the, game were we watching? The ten. They were 10 points behind with five minutes to go. That's, that's the bottom line. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not what I said, though. It might be the bottom line in, in your mind, but that's not what I said. They were in front with 10 minutes to go, Brisbane. Okay. Yeah, go on. Correct or, un- correct or incorrect? Well, they would have they hit the front then to go and kick the goal straight away. For about, I reckon still a side bottom. Yeah, was it still side bottom whose 50-metre penalty got them back in front or yeah. was it Degoe's? Still side bottom. Okay. And then Degoe. Yep. I think Degoe might have put them. And then Joe Dan kicked one with two minutes to go. Yes. I think just like the prelim, Brisbane didn't really have an opportunity to get back in front. Once, once, once Jordan Degoe kicked his goal, once still side bottom kicked his goal, uh, Dadaher kicks it with two minutes to go. There's a minute 56 left. They were going to shut it down from there, weren't they? I, I don't think they, they look like they're having an opportunity to get back in front. No. Well, Lockie Neal gets a free kick, advantage paid. Oh, there's a lot to carry on about that. No, it's, it's, yeah. To me, they, yeah, the better team won on the day. They had more scoring, uh, more entries. And as much as it pains me to say, yeah, they they they've handled themselves with a you know a fair bit of aplomb as well. The coach I thought was terrific, McRae. Yeah, the Darcy Moore speaks well. So hard to be too critical of Collingwood. Collingwood were number two in the world for average game attendance for a sports team uh, over the year. Wow! In the world, seven. Uh, well, 70, what's number one? The average seventy-seven six five nine ahead of Man United, Bayern Munich, Inter Milan. Who was number one, Jay? Yeah, who was number one? No, no, no. Just let me read this out. Collingwood, number two in the world for average game attendance for a sports team, 77,659. Ahead of Man United, uh, 73,460. Bayern Munich, Inter Milan. Doesn't tell me who number one was. Can I just throw one at you while while working that out? Is there Travis Kelsey when you put Is there a factor in there that because they play at the MCG, which has 100,000, and Man United, for instance, plays at Old Trafford, which has 
less. That that does doesn't hurt their course. But the, irrespective, it's still a huge number. Point. I mean, they, they're not playing. How much does Old Trafford hold? Not hundred. It's about I think it's sixty or seventy. So they've, so, they've so how could they the average seventy three thousand? Who Man United? Yeah. Or maybe they they've got seventy three there or seventy five thousand. It's certainly not a hundred thousand at Man United. Seventy four thousand three hundred and ten. There you go. And they've averaged. 73, 460, but so pretty but, close to capacity. But they also play a lot of games so at, at Craven Cottage, for instance, where it's there's hard, you know 30,000 yeah. there. Like, so to get those numbers, it's massive. Jane? Uh, yeah, this is why you don't put things in the run sheet. You don't know the results of the. I want to know who number one was. Yeah, well, so do I. Uh, Skeeter, we've been through the draft combine. A little bit of AFLW preview, West Coast and Fremantle. On, West- did, you, did you tell me who's number one? No, he's... Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> Bruce Dortmund. <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? No, cause you, he can't he's, say it. He's trying to make you say it differently to what, what right. you're saying. Bruce Dortmund is right. And they're a German soccer club. Yellow and black. 81, Do you know? They're in the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Skeeter. <laughs> AFLW, uh, AFL, uh, AFLW preview. Yep. West Coast v GWS in Blacktown. 10.05 Saturday. Three hour difference now, Skate. Yeah, so is that 10, o- 10 o- five hour time or 7.05? We lost an hour after the grand final. Did you get? Yeah, I did. You, you I, lost I, an hour in the hotel, I, did you? No, I was fine. I got, got up in the nick of time to get to my plane. Uh, so that's on Saturday. West now, Coast coming off their first win last yeah, year. Yeah, I spoke to Hammer about that. Big win. And um, they had, I think it's Lauren. Wakefer. 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 Wakefer, who won the uh, Rising Star yes. nominee. And the Dockers this week, uh, I'm doing that game for radio. Uh, I've got North Melbourne. That's right. And North Melbourne are going to pants them, I think, given what I've seen um, through the first few weeks of the season. Is that right? North Melbourne, very good then. Because Freo are so. about average. Yeah, like about average. No, North's pretty good, I think. And Ty is a superstar. She's second in the league at Marks at the moment. She's a gun, Irish lady. She chops them up. She's a Fremantle player. Okay, good. And Ty. <laughs> uh, and Ange Stanat was a, was a yes. defender. They've put her forward. She's been very good. Like her as well for the Freo Dockers. Yeah. Well, you and I will both be there, I think, on Sunday. I'm you'll hoping be, you'll need to study up. You need to study up for some of the I'm names. I'm going to need to study up big time, big man, because I am just coming from a long way back. Will Schofield, Mark Redding, Shuttle Footy Cast. Let's finish up with a couple of listener questions. So we yeah. got some good engagement here. If you want to send us an email, you get in touch with us, uh, footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au or you can send us a social. Uh, you can send us a message on social, Shelter Footycast. You haven't given us a bottom mark roughly of the week uh, trade. I already gave you mine. Bottom mark roughly of the week. What, which is Clayton what? Oliver gets to West Coast for Yo and pick one. Why, why wouldn't you? For the best five midfielders in the competition. What, you don't want him? So, Yoey going to Gold Coast, is that rough enough? See you later. No, I gave you that. Oh, did you? Okay. Um, let me find... Okay, so I've got to get a bottom art roughy trade. Yeah, bottom art roughy of the week. Okay. That's my roughy of the uh, week. Jay McGovern Jeremy to go McGovern. to Gold Coast. Gone. Yeah. Out the door. Well, it's a roughy. What's I, that based on? What do they get, what do they get back? Uh, they get back a lot of love. They get a lot of love. <laughs> a whole lot of love. No, you wanted a roughy. Jay McGovern, he does like the coin. So. <laughs> I shout out, McGovern. <laughs> Josh Gilby writes in, Hey, legends, just wanted to shout out Skeeter for having a quick chat to a pissed idiot me on Thursday night. Well, that would make two of us then if I was talking to you on Thursday <laughs> night because I was a crown. <laughs> After celebratory work dinner and many a shelter, we found ourselves in the hallowed halls of Crown Melbourne. As we pulled up to one of the many tables in the establishment, I couldn't believe my ears when I heard the unmistakable dulcet tones of the Monday and Thursday rambler himself, Mark Reddings. I couldn't help but yell, Skeeter! 
Do you remember this? Hang I'm on. Va- yeah, vaguely, don't you? To my surprise, oh, jeez, good to see you looking after the fans. To, to my surprise, <laughs> he was more. <laughs> this is good. To my surprise, surprise. he was more than, more than happy to spare a couple of minutes to talk to an avid back chat and shelter footy cast listener, proving he's an absolute man of the people. Thanks again, mate. Hope everyone enjoyed footy's biggest day. Keep up the good work, legends. That's from Josh. Love Josh. No, I do remember Josh. And, you should have uh, given him a whack, Josh. You should. You, no, you, I like I that. You're no, up. it's very nice. No, I do remember because my mate was playing uh, on the table. Not really. I like a punt, but not so much the casino. And he was going gangbusters. I'm standing there with a, a bourbon thing, and right, where do we go next? And uh, Josh came up and said, "Good day. It's nice." So I'll just show you a picture here. Skate is a, a, a lost lost bird. Uh, this is down in Mandra, I believe. Uh, no, East Vic Park. So this is from Jackie. Uh, lost lost bird reward. Adored pet rainbow lorikeet. There's uh, a picture of the bird uh, from near corner of Carson and Langler Street in East Vic Parks. This is just a public ser- service announcement oh, okay. here on the footy cast. Didn't know we were doing Please that. call Jackie on an, her mobile yeah. number. Uh, much love, pet. Tame but timid. Talks. His name is Skeeter. <laughs> <laughs> You're a parrot. You're a fucking parrot. <laughs> is it so? What's her, no? Okay. What, what's Jackie. Her, Jackie. Jack. So she's. This is this is set, this is legitimate. legitimate. This is legitimate. She's looking for a adored pet rainbow lorikeet. So there's people in that area crying, Skeeter. <laughs> and I, yeah, okay. So what if it was named after me? I'm sure what, it would not because of the, the feathers. Because I don't have there's no feathers. Yeah, the shit talking probably goes right <laughs> along the way. Well, thanks for that, uh, Jackie. Hope, uh, I, I seriously hope you find your uh, lost pet because. It's um, a stressful time, I can imagine. But Skeeter, if, if you get rid of Skeeter. Skeeter. Oh. Someone's just seen it. Oh, someone's seen it. We don't know Jackie. Well, Jackie's looking for a bird, yeah. and she's called it if Skeeter. If you find someone's... out that Skeeter's been found, we'll bring Skeeter into the uh, the back chat studios for a... for the next three months. <laughs> Sit here and, and parrot the crap that uh, Will and I say. Oh, that's done and dusted, Skeeter. Shout out footy cast. It's good to be back here in back chat studios, mate. Um, we'll be back to, we're back Monday we're back Monday have a good weekend you too ciao have fun mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.